Hey Brittany, so welcome to Jeff's Podcast Academy. It's really great to have you here uh, as an amazing expert. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to you know uh, ask you like how was your journey from you know being a virtual assistant to a podcast assistant and to podcast producer and launch expert. So please tell a little bit about that. How your journey of being here right now started? Yeah, well, thank you so much, Jeffrey, for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here. So my journey started. Uh, well, first off, I am a mom. And so my journey started because of my son. I wanted a job that would allow me to work and bring in money for my family and also allow me to be home with my son. And so I came across a course that taught all about virtual assisting. I actually wasn't really familiar with this massive online space of, you know, freelancers and service providers. And, um, you know, I, I have a background in digital marketing, but I don't know, this whole world of entrepreneurs in the freelance space was just so new to me. Um, and so I, it was right at the start of COVID. So the U.S., I'm in the U.S., and we had gone into lockdown. And that's when I decided to invest in the virtual assistant course and so I was at home, it was a lot of free time, and I just dove right in. And within a month, I landed my first client. And at that time, I thought I wanted to be a social media manager. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was the route I was going to take. I didn't even know podcast managers, producers were a thing. Um, and so then after I got my first v, like virtual assistant slash social media client, I quickly realized that social media is just not my cup of tea. I didn't like the, gosh, just the hamster wheel that everybody talks about. I feel like you just constantly need to be on. Um, and so I realized that I needed to just make a pivot. I switched to Pinterest management, learned the ins and outs of Pinterest. And then one of my clients, Pinterest clients had her own podcast. Mm -hmm. And so um, I remember she mentioned something to me about her podcast manager. And I was like, what? That's a thing. Like I've always loved podcasts. I've always listened to podcasts, but I never knew there was a whole back end to podcasting. And so it's like a light bulb went off and a whole new world was open for me. And so that's when I really, I dove into um, a podcast management course, learned all the things and yeah, since then it's just, it's, things have moved at like lightning speed. I feel like I've taken on um, several clients, worked with a wide variety of clients right now. I specifically work with online coaches in the beauty, wellness, and fitness industries. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm obsessed with this industry. I love it. It's so fun. Awesome. That's really great. So, you know, I just wanted to get a little bit insights on the, some of you did, you said uh, you did a lot of uh, courses, right? Like for example, in the virtual assistant and podcast manager, uh, it would be great if you could name a few. I mean, for a lot of people who are in your stage and want to start, I think that would be a great start for them uh, to get on with it. Yeah, of course. So the virtual assistant that was with Michaela Quinn and that was overwhelmed to overbooked. A phenomenal course. I would not be where I am today without her and that course. And then the podcast manager course, it was, um, it's the podcast manager program. And that's with Lauren Wrighton. 
And I feel like uh, yeah. everybody in the podcast industry should know Lauren. She's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even I even attended one of her webinars. Actually, uh, you know, I saw she was talking about a lot of things. Got it, got it. I mean, uh, because yesterday I was actually interviewing someone, and I asked them like, uh, you know, being a virtual assistant. most people get the thought that virtual assistants don't do a lot uh, they do a lot of things for low cost that's what the branding and the position people did with the name so i guess uh, i think it's just for me personally people can actually upgrade that name to something else more specific rather than just virtual assistant maybe social media manager or something because they excel at a lot of things but still uh, not getting recognized for a lot so yeah that's one of the reasons why um cool so what, yeah Yeah, yeah, please Sorry, go on. You, but just so podcasters know when you're looking, mm. I just like you said virtual assistants, you know, they do a lot of stuff for a lower price. And so yeah. I feel like if you're if you have a lower budget, absolutely you you mm. know, you can hire on a virtual assistant. I feel like the VAs their um experience level, you know, a yeah. lot of times they're newer. They don't have a lot of experience in that industry whereas a podcast manager, you know, they've they really need stale and they've worked in their industry they're experts in that industry so it is going to be a higher price point but you are going to be hiring on somebody that is more experienced hmm. that's it, the, that's the way i see it makes sense yeah that makes sense so um you know the the thing is uh when you mentioned that you want to take on the podcast manager course uh so i actually want to reach out to podcast managers to see what they do so when i searched hashtag #podcast manager literally lot of people popped up lots and lots of people popped up and uh, so uh, so it might be really hard i mean podcasts are growing but still it might be really hard to get clients uh, when there's a lot of competition but you mentioned you actually niche down to just two sets of people right so coaches who are into uh, fitness and wellness and uh, you know so in some other than that other that one as well so any reason why you went on super focus rather than having wide range of clients where you could have actually got a lot more from this one any reason my main reason is that i my background is in the beauty and wellness industry nice. um 10 years ago right out of college i was a professional makeup artist and so um and then i managed a spa um that industry is just what i know and so i feel like you know i could connect with those podcasters who um just Yeah, just connection wise I feel like I can um you know not only provide podcasting tips but I also know their industry. So I I feel yeah. like I can help them with content creation because I know um, what their audience wants to hear. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, that's clever. That's clever. <laughs> so uh, any 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 I just want to ask any funny thing that happened during your spa days like you know with makeup stuff any funny things that happened that you want to mention? Oh gosh, Jeffrey. Um <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can't think of anything right off the bat, but there was I I got out of that because I realized I'm not the biggest fan of touching people. You know, as a makeup artist, I was yeah. constantly touching people and I I got some people where their skin wasn't the nicest and it just it grossed me out after a while. So I was like, I got to get out of this. So uh, <laughs> That's why I'm in the podcast industry because yeah. I don't I don't touch people like this. <laughs> that's interesting great uh so okay uh you know i just want to uh dive into some of the things that you mentioned previously is that you actually came to know the ins and outs of pinterest right like uh when you were actually learning all this 
um i re- i'm really curious i mean like how can how do you think that pinterest can actually help in the podcasting so one thing i think a lot of audience would probably know is that uh, you create a po- create a graphic and you put it on pinterest add the links and stuff it will probably that but let's just talk in case of engagement wise let's say pinning other people or creating a small group or something like that on pinterest any any tips that you want to give something that's not already said uh, too much as far as engagement goes um i wouldn't necessarily say for me pinterest is a powerhouse in the form of i mean seo purposes you know i have clients that their pins from two years ago they're still getting thousands of views and they're still landing lead calls from you know pins that they pinned two years ago but they're still circulating so you know just like with any other Um, you know, podcasting or YouTube, it is a fantastic form of SEO. And if your audience is on there, you know, I tell everybody that Pinterest is more, I think, geared towards women. Um, Mm. I I don't think the, the men demographic, male demographic is necessarily on Pinterest as much, but it really comes down to your audience. And if your audience is on Pinterest, yeah, I mean, just really pairing that with your podcast, it, with SEO purposes, you know, it could just be evergreen content. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, so SEO purpose, I like, you know, create a graphic and do something like that. We can do as simple as that. Anything complicated yeah. that we need to do. Right. No. Okay. And I mean, just like with anything else, it can be more complicated. I know now there's idea pens and there's yeah. video pens and there's always new things coming out, but no, it can be as simple as creating just a, a pen with the graphic and a really good SEO description and it will circulate for years. Got it. Got it. So, uh, you know, you mentioned actually like uh, some of your clients actually getting still a thousand or a lot of views from the Pinterest that, uh, you know, through their podcasting. So this is kind of an optional question you can, or you, you don't, you, you, you can't, you don't want to, uh, sorry, <laughs> you can answer or you don't want to answer. That's completely under, uh, your, uh, you know, thoughts. So do you want to like give any one of your clients case studies, like, you know, tell them like, you know, this shows the, how much powerful the podcasting places, just like any example that, you know, you can say about a client or something like that. Uh, you mean any client or somebody on Pinterest, uh, any client, like some, someone that you actually, you know, helped to grow to another level. So, you know, how a uh, podcasting actually helped them. So I just want to explore the power of podcasting to people, why they should start it, uh, you know, in a meaningful sense, at least. Yeah. I know for, um, I'll just say the latest launch I did. She, uh, she isn't in the, in my niche industry. She actually is a, she helps people, um, in the sports industry. Okay. And I think her podcast is so fantastic because it's so specific. And so she is a business coach for people in the sports industry, but her podcast is she interviews different careers in the sports industry. And, um, you know, she does two episodes a week. So the first episode is she goes behind the scenes of their career and, you know, Mm. they explain how they got into it, what they do, um, where they see the future going. And then the second episode that week is she has them talk about the charity that they are involved with, you know, Mm. a lot of sports they're involved with the charity. And so she goes into that charity. And I think this show, she's just brought so much awareness to each one of these sports careers, as well as the charities that they're involved with. Mm -hmm. So 
I mean, I, I love to see this kind of aspect because not only is she growing her business, growing her audience and bringing in new leads, but it's also just bringing so much awareness to the industry and the charities. It's just, mm. yeah, I, it's been great to watch it evolve. And I know a lot of the guests that she brings on, they say that there's not many podcasts like this, or there's, they wish that they would have had a podcast like that when they were starting in that industry, because they're learning so much from her. Okay. So, so ultimately I think, you know, one of the things that you always mention is niching it down like to one particular section. Uh, so, okay. Let's just take for my example, like I am kind of doing podcasts for podcasters who want to start podcasts and who already have the podcast. Is there any way to niche more down from that? Any, any way at all? Oh goodness. Um, I, no, I mean, I, yes, I think you definitely could niche down more and get more specific on the type of podcaster. Um, wow. so like podcast for personal development podcasters or podcasting for crime podcast, or, you know, I think yeah, you could definitely niche down even more, but I think what you do is fantastic it is definitely niche yeah <laughs> great so i mean if we go for like you know podcast for a specific type of podcast i mean tons of branches would already go out so i guess i guess that, that that's really great stuff to do awesome so i, I do just a couple of things before you know going out to the uh, last section is i always ask this question as like an out of the box stuff so is it like morning or evening there uh what time is it around it is 11 20 in the it's it's morning but it's like lunchtime okay so okay so my question is uh who was actually the last person that you made smile yesterday yesterday yeah probably probably my son he's <laughs> i I'll be honest with you. I don't come in contact with a lot of people because during the day, it's just <laughs> yeah. me and my son and my husband. Um, but yeah, I guess my son, he, we always make each other laugh. So. Oh, oh that's good. That's good. You know, uh, the reason why I was always ask is that uh, there was this one guy who actually, when I started it out, uh, he asked me this question and I was like, I, I really couldn't answer uh, because I mean, like, I, I kind of felt like, okay, I mean, like, what am I doing? I can't even make a single person laugh or I, I went into a lot of thoughts, but yeah, I think, you know, coming COVID, it, it, it stopped a lot of things, but still before that, I think uh, this actually gave me like a thinking perspective question. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to ask. Awesome. Oh, I love that. Great. So yeah, just a couple of things before, you know, going into the last session is, um, so, you know, there are lots of uh, news that comes out for each section. So let's say, for example, uh, you are doing crime podcast or you are doing a business podcast. You can get the news of the particular niche from various news channels or magazines or anywhere at all. It's possible. But uh, what do you think of some of the great places where they could get the news for podcasting itself? Now, one thing I knew is pod news. Uh, that is one place where you know they give out news about podcasting in the space itself. So any other platforms do you think that can help help us and uh, uh, any tips that you can give us to grab those things, like to create content from anything at all? Oh, I get my news from pod news as well. Um, I, I, I would say, I mean, honestly, I get my, a lot of stuff from 
Lauren's course from the podcast Mm. manager program course. I mean, you know, I think that's fantastic as finding a mentor or somebody Mm. that can help you also Facebook groups, I think are phenomenal. Um, finding a podcast specific Facebook group. I know Mm. there's a few that I am a part of and love is, um, let's see, female. Oh, I can't think of the name exactly. I think it's female podcasters or something like that, but there, I mean, you can search and find them, but I mean, those are fantastic, especially Mm -hmm. for podcasters that have a question and they, you know, want to ask a community. Um, yeah, I, I guess those are my two things. I mean, pod news, finding a mentor and getting in a Facebook group community to help ask all your questions. Got it, got it. And I think uh, one thing that popped my mind is Buzzsprout as well. I mean, they do a little bit, uh, you know, community things like, you know, putting some news on it. But uh, a, a lot of news that, uh, you know, get from pod news as well. I mean, uh, it's, it's really an amazing thing. I'm trying to contact that guy so that you know, I could also get him on the show. He just picks out a lot of great, amazing information from everywhere. So yeah, I, th- I think that's a good, a good place to start. Yes, awesome. yeah, definitely. So I uh, just wanted to ask you like, one final question. It's like... Uh, uh, as a podcast manager, okay, uh, what do you think would be like uh, three major skills? Now, these three major skills, uh, let's say, you know, something that shouldn't people like always hearing, okay? It's something, it's something like my uh, mantra where, you know, you can find everything on Google. Whatever I'm asking can be found on Google, but I just want to get an answer which is not on Google. Just really weird. So, yeah, anything that you, in your experience, uh, top three things as skills. For a podcast manager? Yeah, exactly. Definitely communication. Um, You know, I provide, I don't know if you're familiar with Voxer, but I provide unlimited communication with my clients through Voxer. So if they have a question, I'm available to answer it. Patience, because I mean, with editing and getting all of the um, content that you need from a client, you know, sometimes they can be very early with sending you stuff. They can be late. So I think just patience and working with them to find a good rhythm is fantastic. And then also just the willingness to want to learn and grow because I mean, this industry it's, it's growing tremendously and it will forever be changing and evolving. And so I think wanting to just change and evolve with it and learn mm. constantly be in a learning state you just you have to be willing to do that yeah so true so true and you know one of the things that you mentioned like uh being in patience i think podcast managers or any any business for that matter when they're starting out to get the first client they may be really uh you know too fast forward with it. like did you send the money or did you do this and did you do that and they may be uh doing a lot of that so uh just final touch upon uh, be any uh client um what to say tactics that you want to use like with your patients you know, so that you won't screw up the entire communication process uh, any tips that you want to give oh um no i mean my biggest thing is i you know with voxer i i just tell my clients make sure you have like your voxer notifications on mm. because if i send a message you know, it could be a week until I hear from a client and then I've got two days to scramble to get something together. So I think just make sure you have your communication notifications on with the podcast manager or the virtual assistant you're working with. So it can be just quick communication. Got it. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. 
Awesome. So, uh, Brittany, uh, any questions that you want to ask me? Tables turned. I have a quick question that I'm interested. <laughs> what are what would you like to see from the podcast industry in 2022? 2022. Oh, we're in 2021. <laughs> okay. I actually thought we were just going to 2021. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm still stuck in 2020. Uh, okay. Uh, the one thing I wanted to see is um, a lot of podcasters, they're actually uh, putting out this, um, you know, normal content. So let's say, for example, um, you know, how to do a podcast, how to start a podcast. I think they aren't putting out a lot uh, into into the nuances. Let's say, you know, when you're interviewing, uh, how do you know your guest is bored? I don't know. A lot of people are actually talking about that. How do you know that uh, sometimes the internet is cut off, but you are only talking? Uh, how do you know the guest is asleep? Because I've experienced that. One time I was interviewing a person, the guest was literally asleep and he was asleep before even I was starting the interview. <laughs> he didn't even wake up. So I don't even know why, what happened. So I have a really lot, uh, you know, bad things that happened. So I think those small, small thing nuances, if people could try to put it, I do, I'm doing my best trying to put it out. So if that they could do that as well, because experienced people can do that, then it would be great. So that's one thing that I'm just trying to expect from this industry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That would be, that would be great to see. I've never had somebody fall asleep or you know experience that that's that's hilarious <laughs> awesome. uh so Brittany, this has been uh, really great thank you so much again for hopping onto the show and uh, it would be great to know where people can find you and ask about you and i know everything is an update right now it'd be great to hear know when people can actually hear uh back from you so yeah places care can see you as well yeah. So, um, I, my new website, new and improved website just went live. So you wow. can find that at brittanycues.com. You can also find me on Instagram at brittany.cues and Facebook as well. I'm not on social media too much. Um, but yeah, feel free to find me there and reach out. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode.